Hello and welcome to the Beans Media Diary. I'm so pleased you decided to listen in as got all of these things come right up. I think right now I'd be happy to charge any more than that $15, just like I said, because it is only lingerie photos. My name is Val Baines and I am your host. In every instalment, I'll be joined by a different person from the world of media, food, sports, property and everything in between. So I promise you there'll be something for everyone. In this episode, I'm joined by Portia Willock, who is an OnlyFans creator. Hello, Portia. Hello. How are we doing? All good. How are we? Yeah, you said you were, just before we started recording, you said you were a little bit nervous, but you'll be fine, honestly. Yeah, I am a little bit nervous, um, but I'll see how it goes. <laughs> so I think mm. the first question, just to kick things off, is why set up an OnlyFans account? So what's the, what's the point of it? I started because there was a few few reasons really the main reason for me was money um but the second reason was for um kind of a bit of body confidence um so for anybody who doesn't know what OnlyFans is it's a sort of platform where anybody can share um sort of their own content um some of it is, it literally varies from every everything, which I didn't really realise at first until I started looking into it a bit more. I thought that it was all sort of pornographic material, um, but it's actually used a lot for um, singer-songwriters, it's used a lot for cooking, fitness videos. It's literally used for everything. Um, for me, um, so you have the option on there to pay a, like, to add a subscription fee um, for people to subscribe to you for a month um, and see your content. Um, I chose to do the pornographic content, <laughs> um, but the, the word pornographic, when I was thinking about it, is quite like a harsh word. Um, I a lot of people post different things when they do the pornographic side of things um I personally don't put any naked videos of me or pictures on there um I just wear lingerie um so a lot of people hear oh you're an OnlyFans creator and they think oh my gosh she's literally posting her vagina all over the internet and that's not necessarily always the case um <laughs> But yeah, I mainly did it for a bit of body confidence um, to kind of feel good in myself. Um, and the main reason was for the money, really, because the money is brilliant. Okay. And what would a like typical day and night look like then? Do you post every day or how does it work? Well, as people subscribe for a month, the, the kind of aim it is to post at least once a day. Um, however, just like all things when you kind of run your own business, um, there are days when sometimes things come up um, and, you know, you get a bit busy. So I have been through spurts of not posting for a few days, um, but usually it's that I post every day. Um, usually I take the content that evening um, and then we'll, would post in the evening. It just seems to be that the evening time is when I get more people active on there. Um, people kind of know that evening's my time to post. So they always sort of check on the evening. Um, but yeah, I kind of just go about my every day um, when I'm obviously not furloughed. Um, I go and do my day job and then in the evening I will take content for my OnlyFans. 
Okay. So you mentioned earlier how you said pornographic is such a such a harsh word. So why do you think, especially in this country, it's such a, a taboo subject and not many people want to talk about it? I think everyone's a little bit scared about their sexuality and their sexual likes and dislikes anyway. Um, I've always been quite open about sort of my sexuality and like, you know, all, all that jazzy stuff. Um, I've never really found it something personally that I've been a little bit scared to talk about. Um, but I don't know. I, I think because when we talk about the word porn, it is immediately associated with rough sex that, you know, people, I don't know. Like, it's, it's a really strange one. People just have these really negative connotations about it because it's kind of, you know, not something that you should be doing in some people's eyes. And it's not something that is you know mostly it's paid for so there's not a lot of free porn out there so I think it's kind of like looked at as a sin in in a way and like a really negative thing to do when in fact you know everyone has sexual desires everyone has sexual fantasies and ways in which they choose to pleasure themselves and it's just something that we all do but we just don't talk about it which is really strange. It is yeah I've, I've always thought of it as a as a strange strange thing because like you said every, everyone does do it but here we are sort of going oh um ah uh, and sort of being a bit prude and a bit bit mm. British about it I guess <laughs> so what has your um, family and like friends um, said about all this are they on board what has been the reaction when when you've told them that this is what you do in the evenings my I firstly to my mum and my stepdad about it and my mum kind of was a bit like explained to me like what is this all about what are you going to be posting blah blah she was a little bit unsure at first but when I kind of described and explained to her what I was doing she kind of got on board with the idea and she said you know what like you do you like whatever makes you happy um there was some sort of as I started I did get a little bit of negative feedback from some people on my page um because they realized that I wasn't naked on there um and I did get a lot of um hateful comments on my only fans and I did speak to my mum about it and she said like you know you will you will get a base of people who are happy with what you post and as long as you're you know feeling comfortable then that's absolutely fine um so my mum's always been quite positive. She's always been supporting of everything I do, really. But my stepdad was a little bit, he wasn't negative towards it. He didn't say anything. He just kind of said, I don't really want to be involved in this conversation. <laughs> um, and just kind of, you know, it was like, okay, you do you, but don't really, you know, let's not have that chat, me and you. Um, and then I've had... From when I posted it on my social media, I mean, most of my friends and even some people I don't really know that well um, have been more intrigued of how much money I'm earning, how they, how do they start it, how can they sign up, should they start it, what has my reaction been, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's just kind of been more intriguing to people sort of my age, um, whereas people that are a little bit older than me, haven't really taken it um taken it the best <laughs> so you, you mentioned <laughs> earlier about that you've received sort of 
unwarranted messages on it. How do you how do you deal with that? Because that's something I've always sort of struggled with. I don't obviously do the sort of stuff that you do, but when I post a video or a story or a post, and you do get some people just saying not nice things, how do you? What's the way you deal with it? I think it's always hard when you know whatever created or shared isn't liked by people whether that's like you say a video that you've sort of come up with and taken the time to edit and things like that or if it's just a picture of your body like it's always not nice to hear the words that you know those negative words and comments but it does kind of the first time it happened I was a bit like oh wow I wasn't really expecting this you know people the first few messages and most of the messages I get on there are quite positive um I don't really I wasn't really expecting to get any hateful messages on there but I kind of it did put me off for a while and I did stop posting on there for a little while um not as necessarily a story to go into too much but I did have an ex of mine who um signed up and then gave me a lot of hate for that um so I have had quite a like mixed reaction out of it all but I kind of I stopped posting for a bit and then like I said I had the chat with my mum and she just said like you know look it's a business at the end of the day it's something that you're putting your time into and people that don't like it cool like let them go somewhere else let them spend that money elsewhere like you will end up in the end with people who are supporting you people who are happy to see your content and I think that goes to say with anything for any creators of music of performance of videos whatever it is you eventually end up with a group of people who like your content for what it is and you know that's just how things like that go yeah so you're basically just trying to filter through the shit and just yeah. trying to find the people, the people that want to do it yeah you mentioned your ex earlier and I, obviously I don't want to go into that but how does that affect your like romantic relationships now is that is that something that you've seen happen or change recently well, I mean, uh, my love life is pretty non-existent anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, it, I mean, at the moment anyway, it is hard to sort of find anybody unless you're on sort of dating sites um, and things like that. You know, you can't exactly meet up with anybody. And so there's not necessarily been that initial start off thing for it to go downhill, um, I guess. But I think from, I can imagine that if I was to get into a relationship, it would potentially have to be something that I stopped doing. Um, it would be a conversation, of course, but I can imagine that it wouldn't be, you know, I've got friends who are doing it, who have boyfriends. I've got friends who want to do it, but their boyfriends won't allow them. And, you know, so I'm not really sure how that would go. I've not been through that yet, but I do know that it has caused interest from a lot of boys as well um in a positive <laughs> um so I've not necessarily seen the negative effects of it um in a romantic sense yet but I've definitely seen some some old names um and new names pop up on my phone <laughs> so what work goes into it because that's a sort of uh, coming from a because I do media and I work in sort of editing and lighting and stuff so what work goes into it because obviously you just can't sit down take a picture and that's it what work goes into it um I mean I'm definitely not at the point yet where um like some creators are where you know they're 
basically call themselves accountants um, because they have to put their taxes through. You know, I'm not necessarily wow, at that okay. point yet. However, there is definitely a level to it where you become, you know, it becomes an, an actual business for you. Um, and you do have to start putting through taxes and you have to start putting through expenses and things like that. Um, but for me at the moment, it's, um, I spend about half, maybe a little bit less on um, putting back into my business. So for example, buying things like lingerie, um, buying outfits, buying, um, I'm gonna look into getting some backdrops and some lighting. Um, so I do put a lot of my money that I earn back into the business. Um, but again, it's just like, if you were to, I don't know, take a Instagram photo, if you're a photographer, like, you know, I yeah. take the probably take about 100 each time and then out of that comes two which I then edit um like pretend, depending on how good the lighting was maybe put a little filter on it um but yeah like it's it for me right now it is quite basic um but like I said there are literally endless possibilities with how far you can you can take it um I've been following a few um, creators who are in the top one percent um, and they are literally earlier earning basically millions of pounds like yeah. insane amounts of money um, so hopefully I'll be there one day because <laughs> <laughs> there was a story I think back end of last year where one creator was earning a million a week or earn a million a week and you're thinking you're I'm sitting there thinking that's a ridiculous amount of money Portia it's madness. I mean, I didn't really understand the amount of money that could be made from it when I started. Um, however, since I have started, I started in um, mid-November and I've made already over £2,000. Um, wow. So it's, it's crazy how much money um, there is in it. Um, but again, it's just like any anything, any business, whatever you put into it is what you get out of it. And obviously, depending on how far you're willing to go with some of the requests that you get um, is how much money you're going to get. It, it really is um, one of those things. But again, it's because it's uh, something that you run yourself. You get to decide how much your subscription fee is. You get to decide how much um, how much you charge for each photo, for each request, for each thing um so everything is in your hands um so i think it's between five four ninety nine dollars and forty nine ninety nine dollars um for a subscription fee and then for your posts you can add payment methods onto there so i mean there's just so much money in it it's crazy okay so you mentioned how you have a subscription charge and you charge is it 14.99 on yours at the moment so how, so how do you come to that figure? It, could you charge more? Could you charge less? Why, why, why fifteen dollars? So why that amount? Um, I kind of had a look at what I know a few other people that are doing it, and I kind of had a look at what sort of things, what sort of amount they were charging, um, and for what sort of content, and I just kind of went off that. It kind of ranged from like seven to fifteen dollars and I just thought that I'd try my luck and go for 15 straight away <laughs> uh, 
not expecting many people to pay for it at all. Um, however, within my first week, I was I ended up with like over 60 subscribers. Um, so it was, you know, and I just decided to keep it there. I don't think right now I would be happy to charge any more than that $15, just like I said, because it is only lingerie photos and people are charging $15 for a lot more. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't want to be run out of it and I don't, but I don't also want to be underpaid for it. Um, yeah. So I feel like a level um, amount that my subscribers are happy to pay at the moment. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of the, I don't know how I came to it really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So with that $15, do you get, all fifteen dollars, or how how does it work out? Does OnlyFans get a percentage, or how does yeah. it work? How has it worked out? So I believe OnlyFans take a twenty percent cut of everything that I earn. Um, so that fifteen dollars then becomes twelve dollars, um, and then that dollar then gets converted into English pounds, which I believe then ends up about ten pounds, just under ten pounds. Um, so for each subscription. Um, I get around £10 um, but that was another thing that I had to consider when I was um, picking my subscription fee and also when so you get something called pay to view messages um, where you send a photo on a private chat and then you add a price to it and the person can then they pay the money and then they can see the photo um, so when I set my rates for my photos which to be honest with you changes for each person depending on how much <laughs> how much I like them and what the photo is um, but that I had then have to take into consideration how much I'm physically getting of that so for example I would say $45 for a certain picture and somebody like the person paying might think that that's ludicrous because £45 is a lot of money. Um, but if you then break that down, I'm only getting about £25, £30 for that um, as, yes. you know, OnlyFans take a cut and the dollars exchanging and things like that. Okay. So talking of your subscribers, well, obviously naming any names, what sort of people are you, are you, getting subscribing to you is it sort of a certain demographic is it a certain career what's the sort of spread of people that you have subscribing to you I don't actually know um you... oh you don't know okay no so this is where it gets ah. interesting um I get a few messages from certain people maybe hinting that they would be subscribed but I have no idea so some people so you get the option to put in your name um but most people don't so it comes up with user five nine seven eight fifteen whatever uh, okay and he obviously puts the profile picture um so I, I I genuinely don't know but there is a few times where somebody might put their initials and I might have an inkling about who it is or somebody might put a nickname or something like that so as of to answer that i don't i don't know oh okay i didn't know that i thought it was you'd have a profile with i don't know why i thought of this but with a date of birth picture where <laughs> they're from what they do but <laughs> obviously not that would be brilliant for me <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the rules for the subscribers because are you does only fans protect you in a certain way as like from hate or from abusive messages um not that I'm aware of there's no um there's no sort of clause that I've seen that um would stop somebody from sending a nasty message um but I guess they can't exactly monitor the messages because 
of the content that's being published on there and because of the conversations that would be had as a result of that um so i don't believe there's any you know reason as to why they would stop anybody being hateful um you can't actually block somebody from being subscribed to either um so if you were to i recently found out that somebody that i didn't want on there um because he was like basically a fa like close to a family member um and i can't get rid of him um which is really annoying wow okay but you do uh, it is obviously recommended they don't tell you but from the people that i've spoken to that you do put like a little legal note um in your bio um just to say that all content published is mine and that you know i've got copyright and things like that um just basically a little warning scare off sign so nobody kind of screenshots anything um, but whether they they would or not or do you you don't really have a say in that control so what advice would you give somebody who's thinking of starting an OnlyFans account what would you what would you say to them Portia oh see this one's hard because I do get a lot of messages about this um I think my advice would just be to only post what you're comfortable with and not allow anybody to pressure you into feeling like you have to post something that you're not comfortable with um and that if they're serious about doing it to put their all and everything into it um because there is a lot of money in it um if you're happy to put the effort in um and just to be cute <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me definitely out then <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> so do you think this type of content has been made popular because of lockdown and because people are in their houses a lot more absolutely i think everything on social media has just seen a massive influx um in terms of you know how much time everybody's spending on there the things that people are doing on there um especially with this kind of thing you know back to the whole pornographic side of things obviously we're not going out we're not having those random one night hookups where some yeah. people you know, aren't necessarily able to see their partners and i think that I, I haven't seen the figures but i presume that the statistics would show that there's definitely been an influx in you know how many people are looking at pornographic content at the moment because of lockdown um because you know there's not really much else to do is there <laughs> so we always end the podcast with three questions about the past present and future Porsche are you ready yeah so I'm gonna start off with the past what advice would you give a 15 year old Porsche Willock what would you say to her yeah I think this is really hard because I am a strong believer in, you know, whatever happens, happens and no regrets and all of that jazz. So I don't really have, you know, any advice that I would really give to my younger self, because first of all, I don't think that I would have listened to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that I've gone through, I think we all go through different stages of, you know, like, hearing things when we want to hear them and at that moment in time I don't think that I was um up for hearing any advice so I think because of that my one piece of advice would be to listen to people who are trying to give you advice 
um and probably just to be kind because i was kind but we can always be a little bit kinder amazing so question about the present given the choice of any three people you want portia anybody you want so it can be dead they can be alive they can be a celebrity non-celebrity family member anyone you want to portia who would you have as a dinner guest and why i would go for um will i am because I've just always said that I have him over for dinner because he just seems like such a cool guy and he just seems wicked. I love him. Um, so will I am uh, Marilyn Monroe because Ooh, I, shout, yeah. I don't believe she died from a drug overdose, not to start the conspiracies off, um, but also <laughs> who doesn't want to have dinner with Marilyn Monroe? I mean, she's lush. Um, and my third person would be Robin Williams because what a legend. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good dinner party. So we've got Will I Am, Marilyn Monroe, Robin Williams, and Portia Willock. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And then last question, just to finish off this podcast question about the future. Where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? So, what do you think you'll be doing in 2031? I think, well, I hope um, that I will have a nice little family and I'll be living in a nice house with my children, doing lots of children-y things with them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really boring answer, but that's just, that's the honest truth. <laughs> Amazing. What a perfect way to end. Thank you so much, Portia. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you have made it this far, thank you very much for listening to the uh, this episode of the Beans Media Diary. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe or, or follow. I promise I'll be super grateful. A massive thank you to everyone at Beans Media for the help. Make sure you keep an eye out on our socials for details of the next episode. Bye-bye.